Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing What's me, bro. good with yeah. you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more, man. TD Podcast, we are back in the building. Uh, took last week off. Feels weird taking a week off. Um, just some scheduling issues, but we appreciate all you guys tuning in to our social medias. Try to give you guys our picks. Try to give you guys some insight into college football as well as some fantasy insight with Drunk Ass B. Ramick last week. Um, but we're back in, in the lab this week. Uh, no B. Um, we got Mac. We got K. Morg. Uh, what's up, fellas? Yo, how's it going? What's up? First time for K. Morgan a few weeks as well, so glad to have him back. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, we're going to go a little backwards today. We're going to go NFL before we do college. Um, want to start with the drink of the day. Sierra Nevada. I love Sierra Nevadas. You guys, Sierra Nevada fans, what do you guys got? My thing was, you know what's funny? Sierra Nevadas, the first time I had a Sierra Nevada, I was like a sophomore or junior in high school on a camping trip with my buddy and his parents, and I thought it was the most disgusting beer I've ever had in my life. I used to think they were like, I think it's like an older (laughs) guy beer. I was like, this is really rough. But you know when you're like a kid and you want to act like you can drink beer like a fucking adult and you're just like, yeah, no problem. You know what I mean? Like the dad just has Sierra Nevadas just (laughs) sipping on them and you're like, and you're like, just about to fucking lose. You're like, this is disgusting. You know what's funny as fuck is that dad probably knew like, this fucking little punk ass can't handle these. No, but he's gonna act like no, it. was tough. <laughs> no, I tough the fuck out of just funneling. I'm just like too. chugging them. Just act like these are fucking delicious. I can drink a million of these. So funny story is, uh, it's in Chico, California. Mm-hmm. Is the brewery? Oh fuck, fuck so, Chico, fucking Chico. I have a lot of boys in Chico, so Reps I know, up, I know a lot of you guys listen to him, but. Um, Sierra Nevada, good brewery. You know what? I'll give him props. Old Chico, one of the best beers. One of my favorite beers. Old yeah, Chico, you can beers. only get it up there. Um, Funny story is we were on a, when I was playing, we were on a trip to Chico, and we had one of the guys on our team uh, was from there. So we all went to his house, got obliterated, and then his dad took us to have dinner at the brewery. Mm-hmm. It's like glass building, it's super nice. nice, and we're just fucking tossed, shit-faced. Like, 21-year-old kids, like, what are we doing? But, hey, really nice brewery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Mac? Are you a fan of these beers? I've honestly never had one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. What do you think? I would. I don't know if I would ever buy that off the shelf. <laughs> you know, I'd never look You're at that and be like. You're not a big IPA guy, though. Yeah, I'm but not a big not, IPA guy. But it's, it's. I don't think of it as an IPA. I think of it as just like a mm. like a deep lager, but it is a pale ale. It's a pale ale. I know, it's, but it's I love, I order IPA these. Adjacent. If they have these it, on tap, I order them a lot. Really? Yeah, I'm a big Sierra Nevada fan. Really? No, there's a lot of good Sierra Nevadas. Just the pale ale version is not my favorite personally. But the Old Chico is the best. Old Chico is the best. That really tastes like an 805 to me. 805 okay. is a good beer. Yeah, I know. What's wrong with that? What the fuck? Nothing. Also, so also Central Coast. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, Chico's not also Central Coast. Hey, yeah, shout out. Just, right. Shout out slow. Um, let's get into it. We're going to start, like I said, NFL. Um, we had a huge week of down-to-the-wire games this weekend. Um, with some great storylines. Bullshit upsets. I know. What Jesus about, Oh, I can't Christ. wait to get into our fucking picks. We're going to get into that. Not even your picks, but like, who had the fucking Giants being the Seahawks? That was crazy. Am I right? That was nuts. Like, that was crazy. I know I'm saying this because this was my lock, but like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, Cole McCoy, just bullshit. Whatever. We're going to get into that, but let's start with um, that Raider game. Um, Raiders look like shit all game. Jets come down. They take the lead. 
They're winning with like fucking 50 seconds left. And the, well, it was like crazy where the Raiders scored and got the ball back. I didn't see that portion no, of it. The Raiders got stopped in the red zone. Remember, he threw the Nelson Aguilar yes. short corner. Yes. But then we changed the game because yeah. we were like, fuck it, this game's over. There's like 30 seconds. Yeah. Like two time, they have two timeouts. It doesn't matter. They get the ball back. They get the ball back somehow. We turned it off. We didn't fucking <laughs> yeah. know what happened. And, and then, then all of a sudden, we watched the final play with Ruggs. And we're like, what the shit is going on with en- the fucking Jets? Engage eight. Fucking zero coverage on the top. Eight. Engage eight plus the whole and entire right. bench. Also rushing the run. QB. Yeah. It cost D coordinator's job. Um... Just what the fuck, man? Like what? What? Like my initial thought was, both fan bases are happy right now. Jets don't want to win. Raiders have to win. One hundred percent. But what the fuck? And I almost think that's like trickle from from the HC just going like Russian house. Like see, I but then, the but then they but then they fire the D coordinator. So I mean, who fucking knows? He's just yeah, right. Dumps or uh, what's his name? D coordinator. Uh, oh, uh, Greg Williams. He's, he's done for everyone. Like, oh, forever? forever. Forever. He's also the bounty yes. D coordinator too, which is the yes. funny part. And he got fired from Cleveland last year as a part of that staff. Yeah, he's but done. They're saying he's done. Yeah, but they're saying Adam Gase heard over the microphone or the headset, like zero coverage, and the linebacker called in. He had the ability to audible because. Carr read the defense, was looking audible, and then he audible, and then the linebacker stuck with it. He didn't audible. Next thing you know, fucking who fucking knows? The Jets are terrible. Next They're thing terrible. you know, Ruggs but is. But the Raiders, the Raiders, are, I, and I've been on the Raiders, so it's it's kind of disappointing to see them even make that game competitive. Right? That's that's exactly how I feel about it. It's just disappointing. Right. Disappointing on both teams. Yeah. Like, figure yeah. it out, Jets, but also Raiders. Come on. You guys are a potential playoff team. You put up a fucking unreal fight against the Chiefs. Yeah. You beat them once, and then you do that shit. Yeah, I don't work? think they're a playoff team. I don't think they get in. Oh. I think, is it they're going to get in over Baltimore? I don't think so. It's between them, Baltimore, and Miami. Because Cleveland's getting in. Cleveland's in. Of course, Colts Cleveland's or, in. Colts or Titans are going to get in. Yeah. So then, at last spot, it's going to be Raiders, Dolphins, or potentially the Ravens. Dolphins didn't look great in my opinion last week. Actually, Tua did not. Tua is not playing well. He didn't turn the ball over though. You know what I mean? He dink and dive. He does enough for their offense, and they they're deep, defensive first. They're good special teams. But I feel like their play is declining. Is that just me? Like they went unreal against the Rams. They played out of their minds. They had a great defensive game, and then since then, like I said. They barely beat the Chargers the following week. Then they barely beat the Jets. Like, they're just kind of on this, like, they're not playing. And then they lose to the Broncos, you know? Like, they're not playing out of their minds anymore. And then, no disrespect, but they barely beat the Bengals with Brendan Allen at quarterback. You know what I mean? So, it's they're just not playing, you know, as well as they were beforehand. So, I'm kind of, like, before we were like, wow, maybe they can fucking figure it out, have the best defense in the AFC East and win that division. But now it's like, I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. Well, their schedule lines up a little bit better than the other two teams. Baltimore has a little bit tougher schedule. The Raiders have a very tough schedule. Mm-hmm. I still like Miami just based on the schedule. Over the Baltimore? I think out of those three teams, based on their schedule, they can get in. Can you imagine Baltimore not making the playoffs? I can't. Who is I'm it? Trying to, I'm trying to think, go 16 and home. I'm yeah. trying to think about the rest of their schedule. I don't know who they still play. Yeah. But I'm sure, that, they, would be, that would be a storyline. They play the Bengals one more time? That would be quite Ravens, yeah. the storyline. Yeah. They play the Browns. That. They got the. That's that's gonna be the key game they play right there. Next week, yeah, that's Monday night. That's gonna be the key games game. we're gonna have um, going. So, fuck, man, that that was a crazy game. Then we had the Vikings. What do we got on the Vikings, man? They're back to five hundred. 
They they win another game. They're kind of getting that momentum. They have a chance to get in. Do we think they get in? It's kind of the same thing with the Dolphins. Like they have the record, sure, but they're not playing good football. Like yeah, they lose to the Cowboys. They barely beat the Jags. They yeah. beat the Panthers by one. Panthers are a decent team, but like I don't know. I see. I like I said, we do a lot on the eye test and how what we see on the field, and they're not playing good football right now. Yeah. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. Their defense has been up and down all year. Like. I can't, you know, just say, yeah, they're in. I can't. I, I can't either, but at the same time, that other spot is like no one's going for it. And I, I do have a little respect for the bend, don't break, yeah. you know? Like, they're not breaking down. They are bending a little bit, which I think is – I think it's doable, and I think a lot of teams get to that point where they bend a little bit. But as long as you're not breaking, like the Steelers, which we're going to get into soon. Oh, yeah, that's on the list for sure. Yeah. Um, the thing with the Vikings is – I don't think they get in. I'm with you, K-Morth, but no one else wants that spot. Like, Arizona keeps fucking losing games. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco just lost again. The Bears lost six straight. Like, that third wild card spot spot is completely up for grabs. You're going to have Tampa in and the Saints. Yeah. So, one of those is a wild card. You're going to have one of the NFC West Rams or Seahawks. Rams or Seahawks. So, that third spot is, once again, is it... The Vikings are in it right now, but then you have Arizona. Vikings, Cardinals. Vikings, Cardinals. Like, they're the legitimate shot the Vikings do to get in that spot. Um, I don't know. I think I, I think couple next two weeks will tell us more, but. Yeah. Good for them. They started, what, 1-5? and five? Yeah, they did. Sort of like With probably their toughest maybe four games five. to Remember start. They lost to the Texans, too. They were they did not look good. They won. They, they, won. they, won. they beat the Texans. They beat no, the Texans in Houston. Texans and that's what got uh, Brian fired after that game. He got fired. I think Texans won that game. That was the game after he got fired. Texans oh. won. Regardless, I, th- I think he might be right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Regardless, they were like one and five. You know why? Yeah, somewhere around I there. picked Vikings and they lost. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So, moving on. Um, I want to talk about the NFC West a little bit. Uh, Ken? Seahawks get fucking beat. Um, the Rams go in and beat the Cardinals. The Niners lose. Are we giving this division too much credit? Are we, you know, we... You know, we gave them the title of best division in football early. These teams were rolling early. All of them were good. Now we've seen back-to-back weeks where we thought the best team in the division gets upset. So this week, Seattle, we're claiming them as the best team. They get upset by the Giants. Week before, the Rams go and get fucking upset. What do we have on this division? Are we over-hyping them? Or are we? where are we at with them? I think we could be over-hyping them a little bit. Especially the way the Niners have played the Rams, which I know that was a contradiction in one of our last episodes where we thought, some of us thought the Rams were the best team in the division. And it's like if the if the hurt Niners are sticking around, beating the Rams, and then you have the Giants beating the Seahawks, it's like, I feel like I'm giving them too much credit. My problem with the Rams is the fact that it was like a different team against the Niners. Like, they played almost scared the way they played. They called plays. It's like the Niners are their dad, like their daddy. Like They, they the Rams, played them like they're 0-4 in their last yeah, four matchups. The, the Rams, like McVay was very tentative. Goff was very tentative. Like, the defense played fine. Yeah. But just the play calling was not the same as when he went to Arizona and they lit up the scoreboard. Yeah. And I get it. The Niners have a good defense. They got healthy that week. Mm-hmm. But the Bills just lit up that scoreboard and – we can go toe-to-toe on who's a better offense, the Rams or the Bills. And the, you might say the Bills, but it's close. Yeah. 
I think it's close. It's it's close enough to where the point margin that the Rams scored and the Bills scored should have been closer than it was. Yeah. The Bills lit up that off that defense last night. So yeah. I don't know. What, what's your it's your conference? It's your division. What do you have on it, Kmore? It's still a strong conference, regardless. I think the fact that the Niners are so banged up and they're still competitive shows the strength of the NFC West. I do think it is very, you can call it suspicious or suspect, whatever it is, the fact that the Seahawks do lose to the Giants. Like, that is, that's fucking terrible. At home. You know what I mean? At home, like that. Like, I mentioned it in the beginning of this podcast because that is a terrible, terrible loss. Um, But again, at the end of the day, all four of those teams are technically still in the playoff hunt. So you can't truly say at the end of the day that, the, that this is a you know overrated division because regardless of what you say about the Niners, we're still in the division. We're, we're not in the division, excuse me. We're still in the playoff hunt. I don't, I don't think they'll make it, especially with last night's win. If we would have won last night, we're in actually a really good position. And Garoppolo and Kittle said they're coming back if that happened. But regardless, I'm not banking on that. But what I will say is, like I said, the fourth place team in this division is better than a lot of other fourth place teams in any other division. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that, but the Niners aren't going to make it. But they're not. But the the top heavy of the division is not as good. It's not the as good Car- as the Cardinals as are we 500. Thought. And you're a big Seahawks guy. I know. You're a huge Seahawks. And guy. they're at best the third be- the third best team in that division. Is Russell or Wilson conference. playing like shit, or is it the they, team? They've had in general? twelve. He's had the most turnovers since we a fucking ton. It was like a stat today. I saw it was like 12. seventeen. Yeah, it was yeah. the most that he's had. Terms is like week four or something. Like yeah, that. it was yeah. the most in the in the league. But they're they're relying on him a lot. I think the difference is they have Carson back now. Once they get rolling, the defense is playing better. They're going to be fine. They're playing better, but it's Colt McCoy. You know, like and, and I know it was golf the week. The Giants that. have an okay. I mean, with Danny Dimes, where they've gotten blown out. You know, like they have Colt yeah. McCoy at quarterback this week. Yeah, let's be honest. That's he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. And all this still game, lost. all this game was to me was one team was desperate, fighting for their lives. And the other one wasn't, and that's what it looked like. And the Giants a, were fighting for their lives. And I know we get into the NFL college football. I mean, the Seahawks are already coming off of a loss. I just like, that's my point no, with Seahawks the NFL. Won the week before against the Eagles. like you can lose games in the NFL and everything. It doesn't matter. You know, what I mean, almost right. to an extent. You know what I mean? Like, if you lose that game in college football, you have to be on your fucking A game. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I don't know, we don't want to get into that whole conversation. But yeah. like I said, you you just can't take games off, especially this late into the season. Seahawks, like, figure right. it out. You're no, in a playoff hunt. Yeah. You're still in. I mean, Green Bay is kind of going to get that number two spot. You know, there's only one playoff buy, but still, like, figure it the fuck out. The Rams the Saints are, are now taking over. The Saints are going to get the number one. But I'm saying is. The Rams are still going to take the division now. The Seahawks are very well could play on the road now. I know. they. That's going to be interesting how this division finishes up. Yeah. Um, regardless, the division's up in the air. Um, moving on, uh, the Browns go in and kick the dog shit out of the Titans. It was only a six-point game, but it was... A Beat the dom- brakes off. Yeah, it was dominant. All we of turned us it off the early, Titans. yeah. yeah. Um, man, are the Browns real? Hmm. <laughs> I think so. Number one rushing offense in football. I think so, but I don't think that... I think if you give Baker Mayfield time to stay composed in the pocket, I think he's going to be successful. I think it takes a decent pass rush to kind of put some pressure on him and force some some interceptions, um, kind of get him flustered in the pocket. But I think overall they're real. I think they're doing the best with what they have. Jarvis Landry got going. They're down OBJ. Nick right. Chubb looked great. Hunt looked great. I think that's I think that's more of um against the Titans defense. You right. know? I just don't think they have a very strong defense. Right. This breaks down to me 
kind of we've gotten into this conversation a couple times is you know what your definition of real is you know like do i think they're a super bowl contender this year no but are they the best team in that division no you think they're you think the steelers are still better? i think the steelers are still better i think the steelers got caught this week they've been playing down for a minute now i think the steelers still can play better i actually think the browns are the best team in this division that's nuts i do i mean i i mean we can get in my cookbook and there's a recipe to beat them but at the end of the day, they're the number one rushing I'm offense. Not gonna, I'm not even going to acknowledge that. That's the thing. I'm not even going to acknowledge that. <laughs> Do you want me to get the recipe? No, I don't. Do you want the recipe? No, I don't. I'm just going to laugh at it and move on. Right. But they're the number one running offense in football. They are playing good defense with Miles Garrett, or good enough defense. The the key is is they're not making Baker kind of win them games. They're just running the ball down people's throats. Yeah, but if he's you, not making mistakes. Well, if you take that against the Steelers, that's a really bad matchup for the Browns. It is. That's but, a terrible matchup. But for the, the Browns. Steelers are in disarray right now, and that's the next topic. Is they can't run the football. Yeah, they cannot run the football. Ben's yeah, throwing no. like fifty and, times a game. With Benny Snell, I know they can't <laughs> run the football. Yeah, they can't. Kevin's actually in a off topic. Kevin's in a matchup right now, so he needs. 38 points from Lamar Jackson tonight, and he needs B. Raymond to lose. And our fantasy expert might get knocked out of the playoffs <laughs> if that happens. Do we have to take away the title? He's fired. He, he has he's to be fired. Right. Yeah, if he doesn't make the playoffs. So last, my last comment on the Browns. We'll get into that when my fantasy problems when that shapes up. My last comment on the Browns is you have to give credit to Stefanski, new head coach slash yeah. offensive coordinator, yeah. coming over the Vikings last year. He had Dalvin Cook. He had a great offensive line. Dalvin Cook went crazy with him last year. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Or going berserk this year with him. He's getting Baker Mayfield in positive plays and situations to where he doesn't have to make. It's not on his shoulders yeah. at the end of the day. So, like if you watch those games, like he's throwing like a lot of times to you know wide openers, even just because they're setting these plays up with play action. Yeah, they're setting passing from the running game. So yeah. I give a lot of credit to Stavansky. Like I said, I think they're definitely a real team as far as they're going to be in the playoff hunt and they're going to compete. I just don't think they're a Super Bowl team. I agree. I think that's. I think they're a playoff team. You gotta give him credit. He he came in. You know they spent a lot of money on the offensive line and free agency. They're utilizing it. Um, that fuck the Browns, but let's move on. <laughs> um, going to the Steelers, uh, undefeated season's ruined. They lose to the football team on Monday night. Alex Smith has a good game. Um, the defense just completely shuts down the Steelers' offense. Um, seven drops again. I think it's a. They said like. Multiple times this year with at least five drops, which is crazy. Um, let's get Max thoughts on it. It's his team, you know, he's been watching the games. What do, What is your take? I mean, I agree with K Morg. I think we've been playing down for a couple weeks, and I think you guys know my opinion on how this season is going for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, thus far. I haven't. I've been trying to stay really even keel, um, not getting too high on them, not getting too low, because we haven't had that breakout game that I want to see, you know, especially from our run game. And then you take what I thought was going to be our, um, our, our weakest section on the football field and our wide receiving core. And you finally get them to, you know, have those key drops and we don't get the running game going. That's how we lose ball games. But one thing I do want to touch on is we aren't really taking chances down the field. We are playing very conservative and I don't like that at all. 
You know, it's a lot of just, it's a lot of curl routes. It's a lot of quick slants for three yards, four yards. And then we try to run one with Benny Snell and he can't fucking get up field. It's like, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. You know, we're not taking any chances downfield. I think that's the first yeah. pick that Big Ben's thrown in like four weeks. But it's it's because we're throwing yeah. some I mean, two second balls. And I don't disagree with that game plan against that front. Because the Redskins right. front is unbelievable. Absolutely, but you still have to show that you're capable of running the ball. Oh, you we do. Got, we got shut down on the goal line, and that was it. Seven times. It, that was it. Seven times. They were on like yeah. the two or three yard line. They go run, run, pass, and it's a penalty. Yeah. Put it on you the half yard line. And then four straight ball. They don't, they and, don't get it and on the half yard line. Happen. That can't happen. That can't happen. That cannot happen. Yeah. So um, there's. There's, there's room to be scared. Yeah, and I still think we're the best team in the division. I think this is a serious wake-up call. I mean, credit to Tomlin. We lost yesterday, but another season over 500. But the only problem I have with Tomlin is he is a player's coach. Yeah. He lets them roam free, lets them do whatever they want. They can check out, lock in, you know, and that's the only problem I have with Tomlin. Right. It's probably given him a lot of success over the years, but... At some point, you have to really be an authority in the clubhouse. Be a terror. The the concern I would have is the like I said, the running game. It's not they're not playing the typical Steelers def, or Steelers football where really good defense run the ball, smash mouth running, and then Ben makes plays. Yes, they're relying too much on Ben on an average receiving core uh, with E drop. That's what his new nickname is. E drop. Eric E drop. Um, Droptimus Prime. <laughs> drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, they're, they're, and then the defense was, you know, unbelievable early on, and then now you you lose three big guys. Yeah, you know, with Dupree's out, Devin Bush is out, and then Devin Bush doesn't hurt us so bad because Spillane's been so good, and then he gets hurt, and yesterday. then he gets hurt, and he's out multiple weeks. They say, yeah, so it's not that same defense anymore. Yeah. No one's fault but injuries, but yep. I think there's room to be concerned. Uh, with the Steelers, Kate Morgan, any thoughts on the Steelers? My, my my thing with the Steelers right now is I don't think it's time to panic. Like everyone's like, "Oh my God, they're so fucking fake. They're eleven and one." Like you're eleven and one, right? You've won eleven games. You've lost one game. You were in the driver's seat to win your division. You're the number one team in the AFC. I mean, with the cheat tied with the Chiefs now, but still, like, fucking relax. Get to the next game. Win the next game, and you'll be fine. No one. No one believes that the Chiefs aren't going to get that number one seed, right? I don't see the Chiefs losing again this year. I don't. I don't see that either. But there is. They're, there is a little. There's a little gonna, bit of panic. The Broncos almost beat them. They did. The, the Broncos, Broncos almost beat them. Yeah. Like it's the the Chiefs don't like blow teams out for as good as they are. They don't like run away with games where they blow people. Out. I mean, they beat the Broncos like week five, but beat them by a fucking billion. But this week it was a way closer game, and we can all the agree that. Game, though. We can all agree that. The, it's at home in Kansas City, but we can all agree that the Broncos aren't a playoff team. But regardless of what you say, division games are tough. No matter what division it is, in division games are going to be, especially the second time around, there's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be tough. The Broncos play good defense. Um, but moving on, last topic from the week. Uh, the Bills go into Arizona and beat the San Francisco 49ers. It's weird to say, but COVID year. Um, the Bills for real? Or we got we to start giving the Bills a little more love on this podcast? Because we're not. And they're fucking good. Give them enough love. They're, yeah. they're a good team. Yeah. We're not, like, I think Blaine picked them to win the division. I did. You did. Like, we all picked them to win the division. Yeah. But is I that think, enough? Is, are, they, are they the second best team in the AFC? No. Who's better? Steelers. We'll see this week, actually. They play each other this week. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
Well, the interesting picks coming in. There. My thing is, is I kind of fizzled out on the Bills just because they I'm already up and down on the Bills. Well, they, That's my thing. They already played KC. They already played KC, and we watched how KC. Allen played against KC. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's like okay, well. That, I that like. came premature, and that's probably the same kind of scenario we're going to get if those two and teams meet again. I, the Bills are a good football team. They just beat the 49ers. Um, they exposed our defense's weaknesses. But, like I said, they're they're inconsistent. Their their wins look okay. Their losses don't look good. Like, they're just up and down, in my opinion. Like, they're, they're a playoff team. They're in. I think they beat up on the bad teams, and they— But the last three weeks, they've been playing really, really good football. They've been playing better. Mm. Yeah. So but, they got blown out by the Titans. You know what I mean? Like they're just inconsistent in my opinion. They don't play the good teams that well. But most teams in the NFL this year are pretty inconsistent. Yeah, I know. To be honest. So try betting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. That's week three or week thirteen recap. Um, crazy week. Um, let's get into our big nuts player of the week. Let's start with Mac. Who is your week thirteen big nuts player of the week? Colt McCoy, bro. Oh, wow. Colt McCoy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Going into the city of the 12th man, bro. And fucking up Kevin's lock. And blowing up their doors. I know. It's crazy. What's funny about that? I love that that Kevin got his first lock. I know. I wanted to get into that because he (laughs) he was talking shit. I haven't lost the lock all year. It wasn't shit talking. It was just a statement. (laughs) It was a a statement, and we all questioned it. It We even went back to like, like, I haven't lost a lock. We went through all of them. He didn't. Yeah. But then, sure enough, that was a corner kickoff. And thinking about that game when Kevin was like, Seattle's my lock today. I was like, that's a good fucking pick. <laughs> I, I should have picked them. Easy fucking pick. Yeah, I'm like, I at home them. against the second string fucking quarterback. Yeah, so Cole McCoy, com- congrats. Yeah. Yeah. competition. Yeah. Uh, K. Morgan, who is your big Nets player of the week? Uh, everyone fucking sucked. Um, Taysom Hill again played another fucking great game. I doubt him every fucking week. You guys all I doubted know. him. We doubted the yeah, you guys him. doubted him again last week. Three Falcons, one Saints, which was me. Um, I'm gonna give him credit. He actually throws some good balls. Like if you watch that, if you watch that game, I I don't know if I believe that he's a starting quarterback of the future. Right. But That's like where I'm at. he throws some decent outs. Like he he can hit an open receiver. He's doing yeah. a good enough job yeah. for how good this team is. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna give him credit. He is filling a hole to the best of his ability right, right now. Because um, yeah, fuck. I don't think Jameis Winston gets it done. I think he just makes too many mistakes for yeah. that offense. Takes he does. Like he'll fumble sometimes. Yeah. He does some stupid shit. But again, he more wins upside, again. More downside. Yeah. He wins again against the Falcons team that was hot. They come off a huge win against the Raiders. Yeah, they're sneaky good. You know, at times, don't bet on anytime them. Anytime I not anytime we bet. Don't on them. yeah, don't bet on them. But <laughs> every time we bet against them, they're sneaky good. Yeah, fuckers. <laughs> but I got two. I got two big nuts this week. I'll take Blaine's first. Bill Belichick never Damn. lost to a fucking rookie quarterback in his career. <laughs> Not only, <laughs> and he goes and beats the doors. Dude. Okay, forty-five-zero. They score in all fashion. That's not an NFL score. That's not forty-five nothing. 40, That's not an NFL. The Chiefs score. aren't doing that to teams. Forty-five. The Chiefs nothing. play the Jets. They're not beating them forty-five. Cam nothing. Newton threw for yeah. less than a hundred yards. It didn't matter. It didn't fucking. And matter. they scored forty-five fucking points. Anakin Skywalker showed no chance. And they shut him out. I mean, that was unbelievable. Big nuts for Bill Belichick. Number two, fucking everyone raised their glass right now. Alex fucking Smith, man. God bless him. God bless. Cheers to that fucking guy. You guys are dickheads. Dude, comeback player but of the year. But that's real. But that's real because you get pissed when anyone picks against the Bengals. I so agree. That, let Mac have his disrespect. Right. 
And not even the the fact what he did against the Steelers. The fact that what he's doing all year coming back from that fucking gross injury. I'm not picking Alex Smith because he went for 301. Right. Those aren't huge stats. But he was gushing blood out of his other leg. Yeah. Soaked. And he's like, no big deal. I'm a fucking he's football player. He's got two meatloaf legs. Almost got fu- two meatloaf legs in the fourth quarter. He's a dude. I'm a fucking football player. Yeah. yeah. Like, regardless, he has to be comeback player of the year. We all said no fucking right. 100%. That's not it. Yeah. Uh, we will drive to Roger Goodell's office. Playing good football, too. Uh, yeah, great football. So, that was our Big Nuts Player of the Week. Let's get an update on the competition. Um, I've been waiting for this. I know. We have been waiting for this. So, really close going in. Um, we all lose the Titans. Yeah. K. Moore gets his Saints. Yeah. K. Moore was in position to get hit. His lock and his upset. Yeah. Yeah, he had the Texans who fumbled the ball on the three-yard line. That was brutal. And that was really That was rough. his upset. And then he had his lock. So, um, update, B is still rounding out the back at 50 points in last. <laughs> Shit. K. Morgan is in second to last with 52 points. Uh, Mac is in third or second with 55 points. And I take a bigger gap on everyone with the Washington football team. You're a fucking. I don't think Dan Max gap is that big. That's what I, I thought. I fucking took points on him. That's horseshit. No, it's three three. Cause look at we have we have the competition right. I don't want to get into this over the podcast. We'll talk about this later. But yeah. I for sure fucking point got gate. points on his point ass. Gate. There's point the, gate going on here. No, he had a lock. You did cheat. it. That was the biggest thing. Whatever. Lock. You did it. So Seattle. We driving to Seattle. And I have sixty. I have sixty points. So I have a five point lead. Wherever we go, whoever we, loses, whoever anymore. loses, should host a podcast segment from wherever they, they have are. to. Yeah, they have to host it, like so, an hour long podcast segment. So we're down to four weeks, gentlemen. <laughs> like I was talking to B on the phone getting his picks today. Is he getting worried? And I was like, "You're done with fucking up, bro. <laughs> like you're in last place, but you're only two behind Kevin, uh. which is only." A couple, only five behind Mac. So we're into the competition this week. Four weeks to get get it going. So uh, we'll start with the first game of the week 14. Chiefs at Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins coming off a bunch of wins. Um, the Chiefs are rolling. Clean sweep that shit. Chiefs. Sweep it. Yeah. Sweep it. Everyone Chiefs. has a Chiefs. Yeah, clean sweep it. Is there any way that we see the Dolphins win this game? Dolphins aren't playing well enough. If you would have asked me this, maybe – Two weeks ago, maybe I might okay. entertain Dolphins, but I, but here's the thing: is the Chiefs still aren't blowing teams out, but the way the Dolphins are playing, I can't, I can't go against the Chiefs regardless. I, no I can't go against. The Chiefs. I already said I'm not picking against the Chiefs the rest of the year. So anytime they're on a match, I'm, I'm not picking against the but Chiefs. But regardless, either. it's a good matchup. You're the Dolphins need to win to get in the playoffs. They need to win this game. I mean, it's not do or die, but it's a pretty important game for them. Yeah, but. Literally, Hill is two but, break early receptions Howard, from Xavier Howard is number one corner in football right now. I don't Maybe care. The defensive player of the year. I don't care. All right, moving on. Uh, Colts at the Raiders. Um, this is a big matchup. This is playoff implications. Potentially two wild card teams or a division winner with the Colts. Um, they're in Vegas. I'll start with B's pick. Blaine is taking the Colts. Who do you got, Mac? I'm going to take the Colts as well. Okay. Yeah, I think the run game is a little bit uh, healthier there. Um, if they keep JT in the backfield, I think that's going to... That little duo with Hines has turned into something yeah, real. Yeah, it's definitely going to fuck with the Raiders a little bit. They're okay. going to have to really throw the ball, but Indianapolis has such a good defense, dude. Got it. K-Morg? I want to pick the Raiders so bad in this game. I can't. But I can't in good faith. Yep. I don't think the Raiders can run the ball 
Like they didn't run the ball at all. Jameis is banged up, and I, he's fucking I picture banged up. boy. What's your boy's name? The no, that you had in this week. I'm fucking Booker. Booker. Devontae Booker. Yeah. He, he didn't fucking run the ball. No. Like, I can't get confidence. I don't think the Raiders can get the run game going, and I think that's when Carr is successful when they run the ball. Carr's so, hot streak is over. I'm taking the Colts as well. It's Colts. Yeah. Sweep again. It sucks, but we're sweeping again. Yep, sweeping again. So Which means the Raiders will probably win. <laughs> I know. That means the fucking Dolphins and the Raiders are probably going to win. Um, next game, we have the Steelers at the Bills. Steelers coming off their first loss, as we mentioned. The Bills are rolling. Uh, B is going with the Bills. I know who Max came more. I'm taking the Bills. Okay. Just, <laughs> same For the same reasons. The Steelers can't run the football. Yep. Regardless, with or without Connor. And the funny thing is, they have a good offensive line. It's not like this offensive line is different from when Le'Veon Bell was there. It's just poor running. I think it's just poor running. It's literally I think James poor Connor running. might fucking suck. And Benny, <laughs> and Benny Snell is fucking terrible. I've proven that on my fantasy team the last two weeks. So that's obvious. So I'm going with the touch, Bills. Touches as McDonald dude last night. What the fuck was that? McFarland. About? Yeah. McFarland. I don't want to McDonald. Talk about. Fucking Ronald. Whatever. You got McFarland. McCloud. <laughs> Running jet sweeps all over terrible. the place. Benny running for negative two yards. Yeah, exactly. So moving on, we have the Ravens at the Browns. Um, Monday night football, division game, very important for both of them. Um, fuck, this is a big game. Blaine's taking the Browns. I'm going with the Ravens. What do you got, Mac? I'm going to take the Browns. Browns, okay. I'm coming after you. Okay. Yeah, this is a big... Coming after you. Okay, Morgan? Cody Solo. I'm going with the Browns. Wow. Yeah. Strictly and because he picked and the, the Ravens. the funny thing okay. is the Ravens blew the fuck out of... Actually, maybe I should go with the Ravens. Because they did blow the shit out of the Browns week one. Yeah, they did. <laughs> like, just to think about that. I mean, maybe they have their number. I don't know. Lamar is playing better tonight, so that makes me think twice. Shit. It's sketchy. So you're going Browns. You're going Browns. <laughs> I'm going to go Browns just because of what I'm seeing on the field. Right. I mean, fuck, the Ravens are still within – Dallas is still within seven of the Ravens. Yeah, give me the Browns. Uh, last game on the docket, we're going to IGTV it, so we'll give it to you later on the in the week. It's Thursday Night Football. It's Patriots at Rams. So stay tuned to IGTV for uh, our picks for that game. So moving on to our locks. Um, locks of the week, we'll start with B's lock. B is taking the Packers. So he has the Packers. Um, who do the Packers play this week? Lions. He has them over the Lions, yeah. So he's going with um, the Packers. Mac, who's your lock? I'm going to take the Titans. Titans? Wow. Yeah. Okay. So Titans coming off a huge loss against the, at Jacksonville. Division game. Interesting. Interesting. Um, who do you got, Kimor? Seahawks at home against the Jets. Going back to them. <laughs> going back to them. Come on. There's no way Russell loses against the Jets. I know. I'm taking, no way. The, I'm taking the Seahawks as well. Come on. Seahawks will be my lock as well. I don't see them losing at home again. No way. Um, upset alert. B is going with the Patriots, so I'm, you can assume who he's taking on Thursday night. <laughs> All right. His game. That's a uh, bold one. His upset is the Patriots over the Rams. Yeah. Uh, K. Moore, who's your upset? There's some tough ones. I I think the Titans suck. I'm going the Jags at home. Wow. Wow, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I think the Titans fucking suck. Upset. Um, <laughs> Mac, who you guys are upset? Dick. I'm going to take Cincy again. Wow, good. Fucking roll with the Bengals. Yeah. All right. I'm going to take Cincy I don't again. I win, though. Yeah. But they're playing Dallas at home. What's, the, what's even the spread on that? Is four, that even three an upset? They're, both, they're, ter- they're terrible. Yeah. Three and a half. Four. I had four. But Dolan's homecoming in Cincinnati might fucking light us up. <laughs> might light your ass up. Um, Brandon Allen's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's my, actually a great pick. My upset is... 
Fuck, this was a tough week, but I'm going to go Vikings. I think the Vikings go into Tampa, and I think they win that game. I think oh, the Vikings Brady need off it more. a buy at home. Brady oh. off a buy at home is rough, but it was a rough week. So It is a tough week. I, I mean, I picked the Jags. But who can go against me? <laughs> be my, a division winner. My fucking upsets have been hitting more than anyone else's. So. That's true. I just picked a football team to beat the Steelers on undefeated. And they that won. was out of spite okay. for the Steelers. Texans, that Texans was literally fumbled the ball on the fucking goal line for me not to get mine. Blaine's went into overtime. There were some sketchy-ass games this last week. I know. So um, those are our picks. Those are our upsets. Um, going into our Clear Eyes Full Heart, we're going to save that for IGTV. B. Ramick has something special for us up his sleeve. He said, oh, wow. don't know what it is. So you will get that on I IGTV. I don't even know. Again. What is this? Well, I don't even know what it is either. He said, uh, save it. Did you see IGTV. how big of a mess he was on our Instagram <laughs> last week? Brutal. The guy is a fucking mess. He had mess. fucking beer burps and... <laughs> Truly's not even beer. Truly burps. Truly, God. So he called himself a genius. Like, all right, I'm a genius here. He did like three fucking times. I'm I'm right again. I know. (laughs) Um, Moving on to our bets of the week. Uh, My bets last week. uh, I had Colts minus two and a half as my straight bet. That hit. My teaser got fucking blown up, and then my parlay got blown up because the Raiders stuck. Yeah, uh, but hit one out of three, so still profitable if you laid heavy on the Colts and light on the parlay and the teaser. Moving on to this week, my straight bet is the Titans minus seven and a half. So it goes against K. Moore, it goes with Mac. I think they come out and they make a statement after getting embarrassed. Nice. Uh, I think they have a defensive game. You know, maybe a defensive score or something. Wow. Um, my six point teaser: Chiefs minus seven and a half. Tease that down to one and a half. Uh, Seahawks minus thirteen and a half. Tease that down to. Uh, Seven and a half, that would be. Um, the over in the Green Bay and Detroit game from 55 to 49. Hmm. And then the under in the Saints and the Eagles game from 45 and a half to 51 and a half. Tease that. I think all four of those come in. Okay. Um, I nice. like that. I, I yeah. like that end, actually. Yeah. So my three-team parlay, I have the Colts minus three against Vegas. I have the over in the Chargers and Atlanta game over 50 even and then Packers money line so whatever the Packers come out with money line throw that in there it's your three team parlay I think that hits for you nice so uh, and now it's time for everyone's favorite segment bet roulette so bet roulette we haven't hit a bet yet it's been terrible (laughs) it's been terrible we haven't hit a bet we need the roulette wheel to be in our favor right now and we need it by a lot so Who's first on the on the board? If it lands on double zeros, you have to bet $150 on whatever the bet is. The bet is... Yeah, fuck. Okay. Who's going to spin first? I out. will. Oh, oh fuck. Go, Mac. Go, Mac. Go. Let's go, Mac. All right. The ball is rolling for Mac. It's a healthy spin. It is a fucking generous... Still going. Ball's bouncing all over the place. Right, Cody? Yeah, fuck. 13 black. I feel like we've hit that before. Ooh, I feel like you did. He did. Pennsylvania teams. Yeah, I hit that like last All week, money right? line parlay to win. So Eagles Steelers. That's the Eagles and Steelers. Steelers play against Buffalo and the Eagle. Who do the Eagles play? Eagles about play to get the, the shit kicked out of them. Saints. The Eagles play the Saints. So that actually is not bad. Okay. We didn't That's bring this terrible. up. Carson Wentz officially benched for Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Official yeah. now. What do we got on that? I think they're just going to see what Jalen Hurts did. They can't get rid of Wentz. He owes too much money. That's a ton of money. Like so they got to see what they million. got in Hurts and maybe trade Hurts. 
or they trade Wentz, maybe find a trade partner for Wentz. Um, they got to see what they haven't heard. So they have to get a spark, like uh, uh, Peterson said. I think so, too. I think it's just like uh, running with the hot hand, seeing what he has. But, I mean, yeah. it's a huge decision. I mean, I there's the, the crazy part about the NFC East is, like, any team could still fucking win it because every team is still so terrible. <laughs> yeah. The Eagles could literally win the next three games and still fucking win. Like... Doesn't make any sense. That's exactly what Jalen Hurts is thinking about. He's like, I could win three more games and be a hero in Philadelphia. (laughs) Literally, a hero. Big Dick Nick all over again. So who knows? Like I said, (laughs) at least you get to bet on your team, though. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. So all right, K. Morgan, spin the damn wheel. Fine. Here we go. That spin. Real, real bad spin. Sure. Thirty. Thirty. You have, you have to fade all of K. Morick's picks. So you have to bet against every pick you have. <laughs> That's actually not a bad bet. <laughs> Considering how the NFL's played out in my bets. So, so everything fine. you picked yeah, on right? the podcast, all your picks, you have to bet against it. I'll parlay and win a billion. So that's fine. You can I'm parlay with that. Straight. I'm actually not mad about that one, weirdly enough. That's funny as shit. Is you got your own picks you have to pick against. Perfect. That's fucking hilarious. All right, spin it for Blaine. Let's spin it for me. Double zeros. Damn. You have, to, you have to bet against all your picks that you just picked on the podcast. Dude, that's literally fine. It probably will hit. 12 red. All right. So all the West Coast teams that are playing against East Coast teams, all the West Coast teams get cover. So Seahawks. So let's look at it. We'll no, go that through it. for sure. We'll go through it right now. Yeah, we definitely have the Seahawks, right? So we have the Rams against the Patriots, which Blaine already took the Patriots, but... But he wants the West Coast teams to cover? The West Coast teams have to cover. So he's wrong on that one. So the Rams, he has... Colts and Raiders. The Raiders. He's got he has n- the Cardinals. Yeah, Niners, Washington. The Bron- Do we count the Broncos as a West Coast team or no? No. Oh. So we have Niners and Washington. I don't Seahawks know. Seahawks and Jets. I think that's it. And Chargers, Falcons. Chargers, Falcons, yeah. I consider Colorado a West Coast team. Or Denver. No one else does. Why? There's such a gap in there. It's like Midwest. <laughs> yeah, I will say no. Wyoming, Montana. You have to take the rest. You have to take the rest of the West Coast teams. Lamar Jackson just scored again. No way. Oh, my God. It's getting close. All right. So, I'll spin now. But that's B's bet. He has to take all the... I won. Um, you won. <laughs> won. How many points do you have? You don't have enough yet. 83. You need, like, seven more points. This and Mitch crazy. has to lose. So, my spin now. So, B, you got to bet all those West Coast teams. All right, what do I have on the docket? What number is Four. Four? Four, quattro. Oh, fuck. It's backups or people, too. I got to bet all the backup quarterbacks to cover. Everyone is starting a backup quarterback. Colt. So, yeah. Colt, Jalen. We have the Saints. Brandon Allen. Does Mitch Trubisky count? See, that's what – I had a question mark on it. So, I have the Saints, the Bengals, the Jags, the Niners – the Bears potentially, if we count Trubisky. I don't count him. Okay. He was the starter at the Bengals. They're both. He was starter week. Yeah. He was starter week one. He was starter week wash. one. That I game's a wash. I wouldn't touch that one then. All right. So then the Giants. Yeah. If, so it's the Giants, unless Danny, Danny Dimes plays. So it's the Giants, the Saints, the Jags, the Niners, and not the Bears, right? Not the Bears. So those four. Yeah. So those sure. four. I don't mind that. Just a cover. Is Herbert a backup? No. no. Herbert's a starter. Starter, so 
Uh, that's bet roulette. We're gonna hit one this week, boys. I fucking guarantee it. One of these is gonna hit. So these are all good bets. They're not bad. Yeah, these are all good this not week. Not bad. I like it. What if they all four hit? That'll be huge. Oh, to the bank. I think the that's only the one that's kind of running in last place here for this bet is probably Blaine. Blaine's is going to be the toughest. The West Coast? I literally had to pick against my own bets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's not bad. We that's know bad how your NFL, NFL season is that going. That could be actually yeah. decent. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But so, I'm actually due to win one at least, right? <laughs> I mean, potentially. But that might be a good payout, though. You bet against <laughs> those guys. So It's literally me at the casino. I know. So All right. That's our, eventually. That's our bet roulette segment. Money. That's our NFL segment. Um, time to move on. All right, now it's time for our NCAA recap. Uh, K Morgan's back in the studio this week, so we can get into it a little bit deeper than we did uh, two weeks ago. Obviously, no episode last week. Um, first off, on the recap, we'll start with BYU loses to Coastal. Um, hats off to both these teams picking up the game on Thursday, was it? Finalized? Yeah, it was like Wednesday or Thursday. It was incredibly short notice. I mean, BYU goes in there. They had their you know whole slogan all year, anywhere, anytime, any team. And guess what? You took that challenge and yeah. you lost. But so. hats off to them. I mean, yeah, hats off to both teams. You know, I mean, it's awesome. Like I said, even Coastal Carolina taking a, a big opponent like BYU, that's a risk either way. Um, but BYU goes into Myrtle Beach, you know, on like a three to four day notice. Um, they lose regardless. I mean, obviously it didn't help them. Um, they lose 22-17 on the one-yard line at the last play of the game. It was a phenomenal game. Yeah. Um, probably the best game of the season we've seen all year. Uh, Notre Dame-Clemson was a really good game. But yeah. this was right up there for the hype that it brought into the game. You know, game day was there. Um, a lot of energy. Zach Wilson, you know what I mean, is a great quarterback. So that brought a lot of energy. Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers, you know, are kind of a Cinderella team this year. So it was really awesome to be a part of and kind of watch. Um, my question for you, though, is... Did this say more about BYU or Coastal Carolina? I think it said more about Coastal. Okay. I don't think – I thought BYU is the better team for four quarters. But at the end of the day, Coastal hasn't been the better team multiple times, but they find a way to win. And I think there's another game where they just find a way to win. You know, mm-hmm. you know, the coach mentioned it in the post-game presser that they're smaller than everyone. They were told all week how they're going to get beat up. And they kind of thrive off it. I mean, that coach is something else. Uh, their center is 5'9", and he was blocking a guy that was three inches taller and about right. 50 pounds heavier. Um, it was just kind of the Cinderella story for Coastal, and I, I'm happy for them. I thought BYU was going to blow the brakes off them. I thought they had some missed opportunities. I thought, Like I said, I thought they were a better team. They just couldn't find a way to win Yeah, Coastal did. Um, but hats off to Coastal, man. I mean, they're not going to get in a playoff. They're not, but I'd like to see them in a New Year's Six Bowl or like a – Coastal? Yeah. Why okay. not put them in a big-time New Year's Day Bowl? Yeah, why not? I mean, my, my with what you said, I agree with you. I think BYU probably athletically was the better team on paper. Just the recruits they have, the players they had. Obviously, the quarterback differential was big. But I do think that Jamie Shadwell, the head coach for Coastal Carolina, had his team way more prepared and ready to go, way yeah. more fired up. I mean, I know BYU had three days to get on this, but – like you said, you have a five nine center, and you they dominated the line of scrimmage. I thought, yeah, like they played with a chip on their shoulder. They were a little, they were way more physical than I thought BYU was. They definitely were a little chippy. They got in Zach Wilson's head with the, you know, on the interception when they took him down, and you know, it was a little aggressive, a little almost too far, but still, it was um, it was good to see on Coastal's part. Like I said, I think that. Um, the head coach, uh, Jamie Shadwell, definitely had his team more prepared to play in that football game, and I think it showed on the field. Um, 
But again, no no credit away from BYU. But at the end of the day, I think this also proved, you know, both things. I think Coastal Carolina is better than people thought. It also proved that, you know what, BYU is a good football team. But let's be honest, if they were in the top four and they're playing their number four and they're playing Bama yeah. on, on, you know, New Year's Day, they were going to get blown It's a 24 the point shit out. underdog, at least. Yeah, and they probably lose by 30. Yeah. Like, that's just a fact. And it's not – no disrespect with BYU. They're just not at that level. Right. But you know what? And, and they weren't the team that was kind of lobbying to be a team. But you know what? They yeah, were they riding didn't complain. They, were they didn't complain. complain. No, which I like, and I said that all year. But, you know, I will say about them, they took the game. It was, you know, ball was in, you know, Coastal's court. You know, they were at home. And it was a tough game for BYU to take in Myrtle yeah. Beach yeah. with, you know, the – what is it? The Mullets versus the Mormons, which is awesome. Travel 2,200 miles cross country. Right. So, so, based off that, let's get into your top 10. Okay. What is your top 10 now with BYU losing and kind of the other things that happened across college football over the weekend? Top four, same. I got okay. Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. Again, a lot of movement will take place within um, the next two weeks for a lot of those teams. Um, five, Cincinnati. I'm still riding them. Another game canceled for Cincinnati. Yeah. Tulsa. But another Ohio um, State game canceled. We we're going to talk about that. that in a minute. Yeah. But So Cincinnati, Tulsa gets canceled. So unfortunate. But Cincinnati still way more games in the belt than Ohio State. And they're going to um, they're going to play in the conference championship game. Yeah, they're going to play the following The only game. difference is that game will be in Cincinnati rather than this game was going to be in Tulsa. Okay. So that's the only difference. But they play each other again. So Yeah. Um, five Cincinnati, six I got Texas A&M. Still head-to-head beat Florida, so I have them head. Seven I got Florida. Florida's going to play Bama. Um, I know we're going to get into kind of playoff predictors, but I truly do think if Florida beats Bama, then I think Florida's an absolute lock. I think they're I just both want in. that. Regardless. I think Bama's in no matter what right now. No matter what. They have a good resume. They have they have three impressive wins if already. Lose, yeah. And, the, I mean, say what you There's want. There's a ton of movement that could happen. But, yeah. but If you want the total chaos, like let's just say Florida beats Bama, Clemson beats Notre Dame. Right. The the entire world will collapse. Yeah, it'll so, be complete anarchy. And Cincinnati goes undefeated. Anarchy. Cincinnati goes undefeated, and Ohio State doesn't play, doesn't play six games. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Where does A and M fit in? Or like, doesn't A and M's not even in there? But they're nope. they're high on the. But I'm, Cincinnati wins their conference championship. Yeah. Like, I, we'll we'll talk about that more next week. But yeah, I'll preface what I'm going to go off of next week. The the. They will take a resume into account. They'll take brand name into account. And at the end of the day, they will take a conference championship into account. So, we'll yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, so, finish your top ten. We'll finish our top ten. Eight, I have Indiana. Indiana wins an impressive game over Wisconsin. Wow. Hats off to them. You know, I had them at ten the week before. You know what? They still keep firing. Tom Allen has his team ready to go. Like I said, and they're kind of in the driver's seat to go to that Big Ten championship now with Ohio State loot, like not playing enough and games. Tuttle's a good quarterback. Tuttle's doing fine. He's a, oh, you could argue he's a better thrower. He's Maybe. not as athletic right. as Penix. Yeah, Penix. Penix. But he can throw the ball. He's a lead 11 with Lawrence and Fields that year. Yeah, and they have a great defense. So yeah. it's not it's not a race to have them at eight. So I got them at eight. Nine, I got Coastal Carolina. Big jump. A lot of people are like, wow. whatever. But you know what? Fuck it. Like, they're undefeated. <laughs> they just beat BYU. I had BYU at eight. Put Coastal at nine. Fuck it. Why not? I. Why not? I, why not? I, I had no problem with it. Because at the end of the day, like, you'll, I'll talk about the teams I have lower than them, but it's like a lot of those teams have two losses. So give me an undefeated Coastal. Give them maybe a New Year's six. Maybe you play Indiana, a team that doesn't have a quarterback. See what the happens. I would love to see them Fuck against it. a big team like Indiana. That'd be yeah, great. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I think Miami personally should be in your top 10. I don't know who you have number 10. Yeah, um, Miami's at 10. 
Okay. Miami's at 10. I've had Miami. Um, I think I had Miami at 9 the week before. I just had Coastal beat him for a more impressive win. Miami just beat the shit out of Duke last yes. week, 48 nothing. The and they're going to have a huge game this week against North Carolina. So, yeah, that's a big game. Yeah, it's a huge game. And Miami kind of got gypped. For the ACC championship I game, know. we're gonna. I'll, t- I'll talk about that in a second. But they kind of got fucked over. <laughs> yeah, like no one's talking about it. But if I'm a Miami fan or a Miami player or coach, I'm like, what the fuck, ACC? Yeah. Like yeah. you just forgot about us, or it? In a way, in a way, like it's inevitable, and I know that's where you're going. But still, anything can happen in college football. Ohio State for the last couple of years, they lost to Purdue, who was a 30-point underdog the year before with Rondell Moore when they had Dwayne Haskins, you know? And, like, anything could happen in football. And we know that. you took your shot at the NFL earlier with them laying an egg, can't lose a game yeah. earlier. But this is my my gripe with college football. What is it? In the NFL, it's cut and dry. If you do this, this, and this, you're in the playoffs. In college, there's no blueprint of how you I, get in. But that's why I like it. And that's why I, my beef with it is like, Miami? You're a fan of Miami? You're like, what else do we need to fucking do? Like, <laughs> they like, got fucked. Yeah. Like, they literally got like, fucked. And that's my, that's my beef with it. It's like, you can do everything that are, like everyone tells you to do. The yeah. committee can be out. If you do this, this, and this, you'll be here. Well, me, but then that scenario happened, then well, let me it explain. Won't let me explain to the viewers what happened with Miami. Basically, so Notre Dame and Clemson are in the driver's seat to go to the AC Championship. Both Notre Dame and Clemson have a final game that's supposed to be played this Saturday. They both win. They're in. The ACC basically said, fuck it. You're not playing those games. You both have bye weeks. You're both in. But if Clemson would have lost that game, which anything can happen, like right. we mentioned, then Miami's in that ACC championship game and potentially a playoff team. They only have one loss to Clemson. So really, they just completely just fucked over Clemson and said, you know what? These are the two best teams in the ACC. I don't give a shit what Miami's done all year, but fuck you guys. Here yeah. it is. So I agree with you. See, I, th- I think it is really shitty what the ACC did to Miami. But at the end of the day, when we talk about blueprints and how to get places in college football, that's why I appreciate college football because it is absolute anarchy. Like we just talked about, Florida beats Bama, Clemson beats Notre Dame. It could be lit. And Ohio State just got their game canceled. They better pick up a game. Who knows what the hell is going to happen? They better pick up a game. But. Yeah, so it's just wild. Um, my team on the outside of the top 10, Oklahoma, they look good. They beat Baylor by 13. Yeah. Another good week. Georgia, two losses. They had their game canceled against, uh, I don't even know, Mississippi State or somebody. Uh, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Yeah, they would have blown them out. But, again, two Give losses. Give some love to Iowa State. Iowa State's in there. Okay. Iowa State's right there. Uh, I have probably Ohio- Iowa State right ahead of Oklahoma just because they beat them. Yeah. But they're going to play in the Big 12 championship in two weeks. Yeah, so. good for Iowa State. First time ever making it to the Big 12 championship. I love that. Good for them. I'm excited about that. And, again, I love their coach, Matt Campbell. I think he's definitely in line for a big job next year. Okay. So, same with Jamie Shadwell at Coastal Carolina. But um, little other bit of news, like I said, um, South Carolina did hire a new head coach. Um, it's actually uh, Frank Beamer's old uh, son, um, longtime coach of Virginia Tech. He was a, he was a South Carolina assistant a couple years ago. Now he's at Oklahoma as their assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator, tight end coach. So they hire him over at South Carolina. Kind of an interesting hire. Not exactly who everyone thought, but it happened. Under the radar. No one really talked about it. Super under the radar. They could have got a bigger name, but they didn't. They could have went and got the guy from Liberty. What's his name? Uh, Hugh. Oh, uh, yeah. Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze. Um, could have got Hugh Freeze, Jamie Shadwell, 
I mean, Matt the, Campbell. The, the list goes on and on. Luke Fickle. Interesting, to say the least. Really interesting. Interesting. We'll we see a, how he does, though. We had a ton of names we were talking about. We were talking about Bill O'Brien. Yeah. We were talking about Marvin, Marvin Lewis. Lewis. There's a ton of names out there that are interested in head coaching jobs, and they go for the assistant. Again, Frank Beamer, Hall of Fame coach at Virginia Tech. Great. He retires two years ago, I think, now. Um, his son, obviously, good pedigree, so he obviously knows his shit. But kind of a weird hire. Like I said, if we want to win the state of South Carolina, I don't know if that's the hire to do. That's a good it's point. almost like a Todd Helton, or not Clay Helton, excuse me. It's almost like a Clay Helton hire when uh, he was the offensive coordinator there. It's good for the team morale because he was there a little bit before. But is it going to win you football games in the long run? Yeah, that's a, what scares you're me. You're in the SEC. You're in the SEC East, which is open. You're in the same state as Clemson. That's a good point. That's you're not going to win. You're not going to win that recruiting. And now you're playing against an up and coming Florida, and Georgia's still rolling. I don't know. It's just I'm, if I'm another team in the SEC, I'm you're happy. Happy. Good. Now South Carolina's not a factor. That's how I feel about it. So regardless, it happens. Moving on. I don't think South Carolina is a good hire personally. So gotcha. Um, biggest games going into this week: number nine Georgia, thirteen point favorite at twenty five ranked Mizzou. What do you got, CY? Love Georgia here. Love it. Love Georgia. Let them finish out their season on a positive note. Um, give the committee. They know they're not playing for a playoff spot. So they're going to give the committee everything they can to be in a big bowl game on New Year's Day. Um, and they win this game, they have a chance to be. So they're going to go out and they're going to make a statement. They, they had a week off. Missouri is a little bit overrated for my mind. They should have lost Arkansas last week. Yeah. They had that game lost, but they ended up screeching out a field goal at the end of the game. Um I like Georgia here. Minus the, I take the points. Yeah, Missouri's kind of one of those teams all year. They they blow or they don't blow at LSU. They beat LSU early. They've won good games. They just beat a tough Arkansas team. Um, they blew out South Carolina a couple weeks ago. They so can score. They can score. They're they kind of like score. a sexy pick in the SEC that a lot of people like right now. Right. But I do I do like Georgia. I like what's going on with JT Daniels. Their defense is playing a lot better. They're a little banged up earlier. They're getting healthy again. So I like Georgia and the 13. I think they want to play for some pride and finish off the year strong. Right. Especially because they're getting embarrassed after Florida. So, right. All right. Second game. Huge game. I mentioned it before. 17 North Carolina at number 10 Miami. Miami's a three-and-a-half point favorite. I like Miami. They're going to have a chip on their shoulder. They got screwed. We've mentioned it. Um, I think they're the better team. The thing that's scary is North Carolina kind of plays with their opponent a little bit, so they're going to rise up for this game. But Miami's the better team. They're more talented. Um, they're going to show the committee and they show the ACC that they made a mistake. And obviously they didn't make a mistake. We all want Clemson to game, but <laughs> they're going to have that chip on the shoulder like we should have fucking been in that yeah. game. Or at least give us a chance to be in that game. Yeah, give us a shot. So... Um, Miami minus three and a half. I think that's a lock. Yeah, I love Miami three and a half here. North Carolina, like you said, they they play up and down to their opponent. They'll play up in this game, but at the end of the day, um, Miami's tough. I think they're a lot better than people have given credit for all year. They have a good defense. Jalen Phillips on the outside at the end. Um, they've got a legit two first round DNs. I think at Miami right now this year, they're good. Um, my concern is can Derek King throw the ball downfield and put up the points that Sam Howell will. Um, I do think they will because they actually run the ball really, really well. Derek King, again, he could have like a 200-yard passing, 150-yard rushing with five touchdowns. Like, I think he could have a really good day. But, again, I, li- I like Miami here. I think there's a little disrespect here. I but do. then you get into this game where last year, remember Utah loses in the Pac-12 championship. Then they lay an egg against Texas in the right. the you know the bowl game just because. Right. And we all thought Utah was a lock. It's almost like this. It's like now Miami's almost not playing for anything. So that kind of scares me. But again, if they are playing for pride, 
And if that's something that they're kind of, you know, personally challenged on, then I like Miami. I think they have one of those coaches who's not going to allow Manny them. Diaz. Yeah, Manny Diaz yeah. is that guy who's going to keep them motivated, keep them on track. Like I said, I like Miami. I hope so. All right. 15, USC, three-point favorite at UCLA. If you're a Southern California guy, this is your game. Yeah. See why? Three-point favorite, USC. They look unbelievable against Washington State on Sunday night. What do you think? Rivalry game. All anything, these kids, anything could happen. All these kids playing each other in high school. No one on UCLA is even remotely scared of SC. Mm-hmm. Um, Chip Kelly's starting to get that program going the way he wants it to. He is. They're playing really good football. Um, my Pac-12 part of me wants SC to win. Yeah. So they can keep that undefeated. Kind of not hope for a playoff. No one's going to get in, but at least a chance to say, "Hey, we have an undefeated team." Mm-hmm. Whereas, but like I said, anything can happen in this game. I like the over. No matter what it is, yeah. UCLA and both SC can score. Um, who are you uh, picking? Yeah, who are you picking? I'll take SC in a close one. SC in a close one. All right. See, it's tough because if you watch the ASU-UCLA game last weekend, ASU was better, but they just made so many mistakes, and UCLA let them back in that ball game. UCLA – was up by 14 at halftime, and they should have just taken care of business and got it, uh, gone away with it. Um, USC really found their rhythm last week, which scares me. They were blowing yes. out Washington State. That's their first Ross, decisive St. win. Brown, three touchdowns. They went crazy. Slovis looked great. I'm going to go with the underdog. UCLA. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I you know what? I don't think you're wrong here. I mean, I I took USC mm-hmm. just because I think they're going to – they're the better team. They're more advanced right now. But UCLA is a better coaching staff, so it's, it's tough. That's what I think, actually. Yeah. I think the coaching staff wins this game. UCLA at home, Chip Kelly, He's. I think you're I think you're right. He's got his program kind of in the right direction. I thought this quarterback was dog shit the last two years for UCLA. Doran Green-Thompson, Right. I thought he sucked. And now he's playing okay. He's not, you know, not going to throw the lights out of the stadium or anything. But he's playing a lot better, and he's moving the ball downfield. I like UCLA here. I agree with you. I think it's a close one. I think it's high scoring. But give me the Bruins. Why not? Yeah. Awesome. Right. Yeah, I can see it. Awesome. So we, we talked about it a little bit. Number four, Ohio State. They get their game canceled against Michigan Wolverines. A lot of people are saying, oh, Michigan's just calling it because they don't want the ass whooping this week. That's what Herbie said. That's what Herbert, Herb Street said, and that's what a lot of the controversy is. But regardless, the game is canceled. Ohio State's only played five games. They need another game. You need one more game to be to be eligible for the conference championship in the Big Ten. That's the rule. So, but there is no rule for the playoff about a minimum minimum number of wins or games. So, this is this is the beauty of college football. We talked about it. It's just sheer madness and chaos. So, Cody talked about it. He said they need another game. There's been talks about Maryland. There's been talks about Nebraska. Minnesota even potentially, even though they've had some COVID things, they might come into play here. What do you see happening? By the time this podcast is released, they'll have a game. Yeah. They're that's playing true. a game. Yeah. Who is the question? I've heard AM. That's I, crazy. I've heard Maryland. I've heard Indiana. I've heard Nebraska again. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The Big Ten will do whatever they can if they have to go play ten of their presidents and go fucking play them. <laughs> They're gonna fucking play this game. They have to. There's too much money on the line for Ohio State not to get into a conference title, to get into a potential playoff 
for them not to play again. The Big Ten would shit their pants if yeah. they can't get this done. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, you have your rules and regulations, but you want someone from your conference to go to that playoff regardless. I know. Like, they need someone. So, I agree with you. I think they get a game in. I don't know who at this point. We film this Tuesday. This comes out Thursday. They might have something in place by then. I hope. I hope it's somebody like i said and it would be don't, fucking sweet and it would be crazy coastal good coastal again i heard that one just today. run run coastal again run coastal. byu again fuck, fuck it just anybody honestly like um but it would be it would be great if AM. i don't think that actually happens because i believe AM has a game but still just for the sheer fucking well, madness Ole Miss is backed out with AM. you're right so that's why AM has an opening oh wow they talked about that so who knows i don't see that happening that game wouldn't help AM as much though in my opinion I think it does. Because because at the end of the day, it still doesn't matter because Florida's going to play Bama anyway. But think about this scenario. We'll talk about it more. Say A&M <laughs> goes and beats Ohio State. Okay. Okay. Bama beats Florida. Okay. Notre Dame beats Clemson. Yes, then that makes sense. <laughs> yes. Then that would make sense for A&M. <laughs> yes. Then, yeah, it's the game still makes fucking sense. crazy. Without that, they have no chance. Right, they have With no it, chance. they have to get a little bit of chance. It makes more sense for A&M than it does Ohio State. They automatically jump Cincinnati if they go and beat Ohio State. Of course. But it makes it doesn't make as much sense for Ohio State to do that because Ohio State, if they win, a Ohio game, State has no chance, no choice. They have to play a game. <laughs> so they if they don't play a game, they're not going to get like they have to play. But but I get what you're saying on that. But could the Big Ten committee do what basically the ACC did and just say fuck it, we're changing the rules? Ohio State, yes, you're in regardless. They could. They do can, you think they would? Yes. Why not? I think they would too. I, I mean, the other fucking bullshit schools are going to be like. Oh, they'll change the rules in the fan base. Well, that's the thing. Indiana is on the same side as Ohio State, and they're like, we played six games. Fuck you, we have We're six and one. We should be in that championship game against Northwestern. But, again, I think the Big Ten would just say, fuck you. And oh, you know what's funny, actually, is Barry Alvarez, head coach at Wisconsin, actually came out and said, Ohio State's the best team in this conference. Put them in the Big Ten championship game regardless. It just makes sense, and it's good for college football, it's good for the conference, and it's good for the fans. Right. It makes sense. And I think at the end of the day, I hope that's what the Big Ten will do. But again, we don't know. Right. You know, because at the end of the day, the Big Ten was pretty firm on not playing at one point, as we know. Yes. They had to get lobbied and go through all these different channels to start playing. The ACC and SEC were always all in. Right. Big Ten and Pac-12 had to be convinced. So... Does the Big Ten really want Ohio State in that bad is the question at they, this point. Of course they do. That's and I a think lot they of do. fucking money. A ton of money. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so, so we'll see. This will be an interesting weekend. It's it's going to be a crazy weekend. And whatever happens this weekend. Next week will be next great. Week, next week will be great. crazier, which is phenomenal. So that's the college football conversation this week. Again, guys, we're getting into the, the madness of college football. We talked about the chaos, the sheer anarchy of it. We're excited for it. We'll be here giving you the coverage throughout. We're just starting to get more answers. So everything's starting to line up the way they're supposed to. Next week we'll have a cl- we'll have a clear cut clear cut vision for all those teams that are close to make it. So mm-hmm. um, college football preview. Thanks for listening in. Um, we'll get more on that. Um, no film review today, but I do want to discuss that we are going to talk about um, the poll question we had as our best Christmas movie. Uh, we're going to post it again so you guys have more chances to vote. Um, I know we have a lot to talk about this in the holiday season. Um, so continue to vote on it. Um, you know, we kind of want to discuss the criteria of best Christmas movie, but uh, we'll save it for when we actually get into that. So um, once again, thanks for listening in. TD Podcast, um, you know, 
follow us on Instagram. Pay attention to the videos we're sending out. We're going to give you guys some more IGTV. I know you guys like that as well as some more poll questions for you to uh, capitalize on. So um, thanks again for listening. Pay attention to IGTV. We'll give you some more on there.